0: Listening to the podcast by CISD SOAS, the Centre of International Studies and Diplomacy. And we'll see a shouting into that. Otherwise, Good don't, evening. Don't, don't Is go. that good? <laughs> okay. yes. Good evening. On behalf of SOAS and the Center for International Studies and Diplomacy, I would like to thank all those who joined us. And once again, we would like to thank the United Nations Office at Geneva for giving us the opportunity to be here. The war in my country ended just a few hours before I was born. Growing up in the aftermath of a 15-year civil war in a war-torn region doesn't sound like a happy upbringing, especially since the repercussions of that war are still present in our everyday lives even after the passing of 25 years. 25 long years of bombings, terrorist attacks, new wars, assassinations, a continued occupation, conflict erupting in different cities and towns, ending in mass casualties. I will not name my country because I could have come from any of the world's war-torn countries. Every time I forgot about the miseries of our world, something hit back to remind me, we do not live in peace working with the Syrian refugees in the past couple of years has taught me to find joy in the littlest of things, yet never abandon the idea that true joy is to be reached through attaining peace and only peace. The refugees from Syria are suffering, like the refugees from Palestine, Iraq, the Central African Republic, Somalia, and the list goes on. No one would want that kind of life for any peoples, let alone themselves and their loved ones. Today, more than 1.5 billion people live in conflict-affected countries. Many of us students here are from those conflict-affected countries. We count towards the 1.5 billion, but we're not just numbers. The 1.5 billion will not get the privilege of standing here in front of you to tell their stories. And I'm sure their stories reflect realities much worse than mine. As students, we truly believe there are no holy wars. All wars are unholy. Those among us who have not experienced war have seen and felt its cru- <laughs> <laughs> <Wrong> moment. <laughs> have seen and felt its cruelty on the screens in newspapers, and in books. We can all agree that it is high time for humanity to abandon war. Violence is not power. Diplomacy, negotiations, and open platforms, on the other other hand, are our best shots at moving away from conflict in today's world. As SOA students, we have taken our first steps by pursuing a master's degree in international studies and diplomacy. We often fail to notice the fact that the United Nations is a forum not only to rich and powerful states, but also to developing and poorer countries. The only global platform for states like mine to voice their ideas and concerns, to ask for support and feel as an integral part of the world today. All 193 member states should be willing to become agents of change. Only together will they be able to achieve the set goals for a better future. In this very room today sit more than 90 of the brightest students from 40 different countries, giving us a glimpse at what the future may look like. We represent all regional blocks that make up the United Nations. We believe in change and we will work hard for a better future. The United Nations should invest in our capacities, as this will help to achieve the the set goals. It all starts here. We come to you with our strong messages of hope. For older generations, who were once just as enthusiastic as we are today, and are about to lose hope, we say, the Palestinian struggle is almost as old as the United Nations, and the Palestinians are still going after what they believe in. They haven't lost hope in a better future, and so shouldn't you. This better future is well-deserved by the children in Nigeria, in Afghanistan, in Myanmar, in Syria, in Sri Lanka, in Tibet, and all around the world. The United Nations cannot continue to overlook the issue of armament. People can't be equipped with weapons and expected not to use them. If we want wars to cease, we need to stop the flow of arms. The armament industry is indeed a lucrative industry. And when are arms consumed? During wars. Wars whose victims are men and women, girls and boys, young and old, civilian and combatant indiscriminately. We can't stand as observers as arms st- of arms stockpiling while preaching for peace and security. Undeniably, technology can be used as a force for evil, inequality, and injustice. But it can also be used as a force for good. We, as a student body, know that. We are among the first generations, if not the first generation, to be born into technology. It is our life. We don't know what it was like before technology. And we surely know how to use it as a force for good. The United Nations should harness this power to the full. For now, SOAS and its Center for International Studies and Diplomacy have offered us a safe space. A space to learn, experiment, and be prepared for the world we want to face, challenge, and change. Others have done it before us. This doesn't make us any less special. The world is our stage, and we all have important roles to play. As the Director General of the United Nations Office at Geneva, Michael Moeller says, it is only with your support that we can achieve our shared goals. The United Nations can only achieve those shared goals when we all stand together, hand in hand, and walk towards the future we aspire to. We hope those points will be key in the mind of the new Secretary General when she (laughs) or he (laughs) takes office. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy your night. This was a podcast by CISD SOAS, the Center of International Studies and Diplomacy. Thank you for listening.